people, welcome to the first echo chamber of the new year, it's 2020, let's get into the UK box office top 10 for um, yo, the end of um, last year, it's 20, the weekend of the 27th to the 29th of December. At number 10, we've got Last Christmas. At number 9, Good News. At number 8, Knives Out, still carving it up. At number 7, Playing With Fire. At number 6, Spies in Disguise. At number 5, Cats. At number 4, got Frozen 2 people. At number three, they're small, but they're doing their thing. It's those little women. At number two, Jumanji, the next level. And of course, we spoke about it last week. Yeah, and number one, it's Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. Okay, so um, just one review this week. We will be going back in the archives. And throwing you a little Jojo Rabbit As that is just dropping in the cinema Okay But before that Let's get to this The world's longest running horror centric educational organization with branches in London, New York and Los Angeles is pleased to announce its spring lineup of monthly classes in horror history, theory and production. The Mystonic talks bring academia into a casual environment with illustrated excursions into horror's dark corners led by some of the genre's most renowned luminaries. This semester sees Miss Tonic London embark on a partnership with a new venue. Uh, They are thrilled to take up residency in the gorgeous grade two listed Swedenborg house in Holborn. Uh, It's an inspiring venue with a history of being home to alternative discussions. The move comes as the old venue, the Horse Hospital, is currently negotiating against deliberating, uh, deliberating rent increases, um, And they'd like to thank and celebrate our time with the Horse Hospital and continue to keep a close relationship with them as they move forward. Um, So this new season, um, you can get tickets in advance for £12 or £15 on the door. A season pass is £50. um, And... It starts on Thursday the 9th of January with the magic and politics in Alan Moore and Jack and Burroughs Lovecraft adaptations. Uh, Then on the 13th of February, um, it will be the erotic, grotesque nonsense and foundations of Japan's counterculture Uh, on the 12th of March, 
It's golems, debunks and other movie monsters The search for a Jewish horror film Uh, On the 9th of April The world is full of terrible people Shirley Jackson and female violence Um, On the 14th of May Is blood in the streets Film cycles Serial killers And um Goulet. Uh yes, yeah, so everything you know will be happening on a Thursday evening um between seven and ten o'clock. Uh and if you go to the episode details, there will be a link to the website so you'll be able to go check out um and book to your heart's desire. Okay, have fun. Yo, what's going down people? Just come out of a screening of Jojo Rabbit Ah, okay So let's get to the, you know, the minutiae first, right? So this was written and directed by Tahiki Watiti Um, It was produced by um, Kafo Neil Takiti Watiti, Chelsea Winstanley, and it is uh, starring Roman Griffin Davis, Tomasin McKenzie, Tahiki Watiti, Sam Rockwell, Scarlett Johansson, um, and Stephen Merchant. Yeah, it was a it was a, a a nice surprise to see Stephen Merchant, and I have to say, Rob, I didn't mind Robert Rebel Wilson in this. Sometimes she irritates me. In this, she was very enjoyable. Um, yes, but <laughs> I got sidetracked. I apologize. Okay, so the gist of the film is this: with films like Hunt for the Wilder People, For Ragnarok. And what we do in the shadows. Taiki Watiti has long been amassing fans with his wicked sense of humour and smart blend of satire and pathos. Jojo Rabbit might just be his best yet. Jojo, played by um, Griffin Davis, is a young boy living in Germany in the final days of the Second World War. The Nazi regime is crumbling, but remains stupidly vicious to the last. With his father gone, perhaps dead or even a deserter, Jojo is a game if Jojo is a game if somewhat inept member of the Hitler Youth. His closest friend, an imaginary Adolf Hitler, played by Watiti, when he discovers his mother, played by Johansson, has been hiding a young Jewish girl, Mackenzie, um, in their house. Jojo must go to war with his own conscience, tackling the ludicrousness of racism and nationalism. Watiti has also crafted a film of great emotional charge and tenderness. With Davis and Mackenzie, exceptional 
as unlikely allies. In a cast rich with comic genius, including Stephen Merchant, Sam Rockwell and Rebel Wilson, Johansson is dazzling, demonstrating the full wattage of her on-screen charisma. Riotously funny, moving and relevant, Jojo Rabbit is an absolute gem of a film. Um, So, I'd seen a few weeks back that um, supposedly um, some higher-ups in um, Disney were worried about this film. You know, they were concerned because they thought it could be decisive and it's just not going to be a big hit. Yo, to whoever that was, I just want to say, son, be cool. You know what I mean? Because this film is magnificent. This film is hilarious. This is what people need right now. Because let's face it, right? We have become this... I don't even know, man. I don't even know. Like, everyone's looking to be offended. People are trying to get comedians fired. Like, if you don't agree with someone, obviously you're a Nazi. It's become ridiculous and this film this film just highlights ridiculousness and it does it in such a way that you can't not laugh like who in their right mind is going to be laughing at Nazis right a film about Nazis how is that funny you know, if someone said, oh, yeah, I'm going to take you to a film about Nazis, um, better bring some, uh, you know, some spare underwear because you are going to laugh so hard. They're going to go, shut the fuck up. You're an idiot. Hey, bring that second pair of underwear because this film is so funny. You, I, just everyone in the goddamn screen was laughing their asses off. It, it was... Oh, just magnificent. Like, it's like the first time you see Watiti as Adolf. It's just, as Jojo's trying to um just prepare for a big, like, outing with the Hitler youth. And he's trying to prep himself. And he's running through lines. And then suddenly the camera pads and you see Hitler. And it's just... Yeah, they're just practicing their hiling. And it's so funny. Just how Hitler shouldn't be funny. It's so, it was so funny, man. Oh my God. Just laughing so hard. And the stupid, like, facial expressions and the mannerisms of Hitler. It, ah, oh, God damn. This was great. And, it, and it's just that thing, you know, because, listen, you're going to have dicks in any walk of life. And if you try and say that, oh, my side are all fight, you're an idiot. 
you're an idiot because a on on whatever side of the line you are there's gonna be some assholes and on the opposite to you there's gonna be some decent people you just you mean you just divert on one small thing one small thing like you look at our party systems right conservatives labor um democrats republicans now i can guarantee that people don't agree with every single thing that their party says but because there's one thing that you might be i well i kind of that's kind of yeah that makes sense to me just because of that one thing and the other party doesn't it then means you vote for that one so now everyone thinks you're just down with everything no it's not the case and this is the thing here so you even like in the hit youths jojo and his little friend yusuf yorkie um they they're just like little dumb kids you know and they're hilarious but it's like yo you can't think oh they're dirty nazis because they just weren't and i think that's the joy it's just making us look at these situations and going hey not everyone is this like sometimes people are confused you ain't Jojo, like, he, if you'd asked him before, he'd be like, yeah, I don't like Jews, you know, because Jews have horns, they sleep upside down, yes, this is all true, people, it's an important fact that I learned in this film, I didn't know Jews have horns, but they do, I always thought Irish Shafir looked a bit strange, couldn't put my finger on it, it's because he has horns, yeah, I'm I'm sorry, I'm glad I know. But yeah, all of the you know he would have said that. Then he um you know he 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 meets um he meets Eliza and everything changes and that's the thing, it's exposure. Exposure is what society needs, but people are just shutting themselves off because they're dumb. But, um, yeah, and this points the light on all of that. It also points a light on if you're throwing a grenade, right, make sure there's no trees around. Because that's just not, it's not going to end well, yeah? Don't throw a grenade towards trees, people. Important fact. The acting here, the acting here was really good, just really good and fun, like Scarlett Johansson was just oh, extremely charming, Tomasin McKenzie, I mean, she was was such a great role, you know, she put on such a good performance, and just imagine, she had to do that with horns, so, hey, you've got to give it up to that girl um like sam rockwell captain k (laughs) oh just you're fantastic fantastic 
Stephen Merchant as, as a, an SS officer. It just worked. It just worked. It was, ah, incredible. Incre- and this is the thing, like, so the film was funny. It was so funny. I laughed so many times in this screening. And everyone around me was laughing too. But it also had these these really kind of poignant moments. Like towards the end, when Jojo's chasing the butterfly. You know? Or when Eliza asks him, what do I do now? You know, just just these little moments were just... And then, like, when's your birthday? The first. Yes, that is right. And you realise, yeah, not everyone's an asshole. It's just these really nice little moments that just kind of... I think just... If the film was just funny, that would have been fine. But when you throw these other little moments into it, it just gives it that, this kind of pathos. It, it gives it this weight. You know, it, it, it really helps reinforce the message. And it's an important message, people. You know? I, we, we just need to understand each other. You know what I mean? Just need to understand each other. Um... And um, <laughs> I think there's like one of the lines that was just hilarious. Uh, and JoJo's having an argument with Eliza. He's just like, I'm a Nazi. He's like, you're not a Nazi. You're just a little boy that likes to wear a uniform and wants to be part of a club. He's like, um, I'm massively into swastikas. So, yeah, make of that what you will. It was just like, oh my god, whoo! People, right? My throat was so sore after this film because I laughed so much. It, it's just a joy to watch. It, it's just like the 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 music. The music is great. Is you recognise it all, but then these songs are sung in German, which was just an ingenious little twist. I mean, come on, man, that that was just genius. Then you've got just the you only just I think the camera work just brought you in to the scenes enough. You know what I mean? It, it gave you that distance when needed. I like the, the the panning, just everything just works here. It's it's just great. So all of that, like the cam like the, the you know, just the tone of the film, the feel of the film, cinematography was just spot on. And especially at the end when it all goes crazy. You know what I mean? So it, it it's just like oh man. So yeah, gotta give it definitely have 
to give it up to um you know the cats that worked on that so michael um Gian Giannaki, um he was on the music and Mackay Malimer Jr. Um, yeah, they were on the the cinematography. So um, listen, you, you people, you need to see this film. It's a twelve A, so you know that I think that opens it up to a lot. Right? Um, it will be showing again. Tomorrow, so Sunday the 6th of October at 2.30, and that's at the Odeon Lux Leicester Square. Um, oh, people, if you've not been to um, the the new Odeon in Leicester Square, god damn it, the seats recline, there's so much legroom. It is really good. And they've got a Costa on site. Try the new Ethiopian blend coffee oh my god it's so good i i'd sidetrack myself again apologies okay so yes sunday the 6th 2 30 odeon lesser square and monday the 7th october at 10 past 3 at the odeon tottenham court road um so yes if you want to see it now during the festival there are your times otherwise it's going to be released on the 3rd of january 2020 next year that's next year 2020 just so you know um other information for you people and this is important so all screenings are going to be accessible so um the film has an audio description soundtrack and headphones are available on request all right um, so the screening tomorrow, the 6th of October, is um, going to have English language subtitles, including descriptions of non-dialogue audio. Um, so yeah, that's for all um, all the hard of hearing film fans. You know, so um, yeah. This is um, this is a good look. This is a good look. I'm I'm glad there's so many accessible screenings during this festival. This is a really good thing. Um, taking down the barriers to cinema going. So that's great, man. But yes, people, this is Jojo Rabbit, written and directed by Tahiti Wahiti. Um, it's produced by Kerfil Neil Tahiti. Chelsea Win Stanley and it's starring Roman Griffin Davis, Tomasine McKenzie, Tahiti, um, Sam Rockwell, and Scarlett Johansson, along with Stephen Merchant, Rebella Wilson. Um, yeah, it's awesome. It's fantastic. Go check it out, people. Oh, it's it's a hundred minutes. So not a long film. Not a long film at all, you know, so you, and you won't be bored, you will laugh, so yeah, maybe book a massage for your jaw, because it's gonna ache for how many times you have laughed during this damn film, trust me, alright, 
cool. Enjoy it. Okay, people, so yeah, it's a short one this week. Um, not much real film news out, really. Um, I mean, the main stuff is that, um, the Safadi brothers who, um, at one point were believed to be, um, you know, attached to remake the, um, 1980s action comedy, 48 Hours, um, yeah, they're no longer on that project, uh, but no word if the project will actually continue, I mean, do we really need a remake of 48 Hours? I don't know. Um, but yeah, who knows? Who really knows what's happening with that? Uh, an interesting piece of news is um, New Mutants. Now, this this has been bouncing around for a while. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, probably about, I think, uh, 2017, th- this was, like, filmed, um, but with the whole Fox-Disney merger, a lot of stuff kind of got pushed back, then there was talk about the tone of the film, and, you know, like, reshoots and everything, but, word has come that, uh, yeah, Josh Boone's original vision of the film will be dropping um, in April. Okay, so yeah, no reshoot supposedly were actually done, and um, yeah, Boone's gonna ha- be able to put the film out how he wanted the film. Now, the question is. How is this going to go down? You know what I mean? Like, will this actually be good? Or, like... Because we just heard so much. So much craziness. Um, it will be interesting. You know, because tonally, this is kind of meant to be kind of horror-based and freaky. So, it'll be good to get a different kind of look. Because we haven't really had horror yet. The new Doctor Strange was meant to be um, a foray into that. So, yeah, it'll it'll be interesting to see what happens with this. You know what I mean? Um, So, yeah, we we hopefully will find out in early April. So, yeah, that will be interesting. Um, But, yeah, other than that, other than that, yeah. Yeah, that's the news, people. Um, So, yeah, we'll be back next Thursday. Working on a little something. We'll see if that happens. But, yeah, if not, there will still be reviews. There will still be talk and all the usual ramblings. So, uh, yeah, enjoy your cinema going. And uh, we will see you next Thursday, people. Peace.